Why Do We Sound So Good? Because we're at Dead Aunt Thelma's studio and Mike Moore is engineering for us. Thanks, Dead Aunt Thelma's. Thanks, Mike. So I just wanted to tell everybody hi and welcome to Adventures in Artslabia, which is a new title now because of this crazy misspelling this morning. That's awesome. Was it misspelling though or was it Freudian? It was was actually, it was the animal cards, the spirit cards. Oh, that's perfect. So today is our first live podcast and mini concert and we're starting it with this an absolute superstar. I get a little choked up because uh, she was a finalist on uh, the 2006 TV show Rockstar Supernova, and she left that show with stardust in her wake. Uh, just like exciting us all, our whole community, uh, about what a, an incredible human she is, an incredible performer. She's a vocalist with Pink Martini, she's a performer with symphonies around the world. And in my humble opinion, Crazy Enough, which is returning to Portland Center Stage for its 10-year anniversary, June 25 through the 30th, it ran in 2009 for a 21-week sold-out run. Yeah, I'll never forget that. It, it, I will never, never forget the group sing-along. <laughs> I mean, I I was by myself, and to hear, hear all those women. You were there at... Jaw, weren't you there? Yeah. Like the very first, Mm -hmm. very first iteration. And when the whole audience started singing, (laughs) My Vagina is Eight Miles Wide, and all the women in that room, you know, it pretty much blew my socks off because I could feel so many women, that that sense of empowerment. Yeah. And it's it's funny because when I I was, the seeds of this, song mm-hmm. that's become that's like grown uh my my vagina has technically gone viral because <laughs> uh, it's had so many hits uh <laughs> which is so fun to you say you can't you just can't this is it a, writes uh, itself just keep going it writes itself <laughs> um so um anyway the the seeds of the song started when i was in cabaret mm-hmm. with wade mccullum and right. wade and i were sharing a dressing room and we were talking about uh, feminism and how I, uh, I, I'm a very sexual person and it's very apparent in my shows. And I, ha- I um, was a, a chubby, awkward, punk rock, like suburban runaway, like street urchin, never considered myself attractive in any way until like early 30s. When all of a sudden, literally, I was like, wait a minute. I better, I gotta, gotta use this. This is, this is new. It was like waking up and you could fly or turn invisible. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. So there's this thing. But it was like being in drag. I didn't really take it seriously. Mm-hmm. I, as like, I think people kind of get hamstringed, uh, girls especially, when they're told they're beautiful all the time and they're beautiful, beautiful, and that's their currency. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what they're... And in this society, of course, it's such a, a, a weighty, a weighty thing of worth. Your worth, your fertility, your youth, your beauty, your appearance, um, and uh, and I think people get kind of stuck in that. Mm-hmm. And so I I'm really lucky that um, I'm I got kind of attractive just in time for me to start decaying. Mm. <laughs> so so I could just be like, this is fun. This would be great. Cool. Um, but, but because of that, I get, um, 
there are some factions of feminism. I mean, it's so splintered now, especially because we're so under attack. Yes. In all directions. Yep. So everybody is just sort of holding their ground. And, and my, my feminism is the, only, is the only one that really matters. And, mm. and, and if you aren't on my team, you're against me. Right. And so everybody's sort of like the scorpion is stinging itself because it's hot. Mm. Um, and so I would just get so angry. I'm like, look, man, there's, there are way better hills to die on than giving me shit about my boob job, right. honestly. And, um, and so I just would make this, oh, my vagina is eight miles wide. It was just kind of, you're more of a woman than me because you're so much more upset about this thing than I am right, right. now. Because I'm trying to keep my own world together, but I'm also giving a voice to the voiceless. Oh, but I didn't do enough of this kind. Right. Right. So uh, my vagina is eight miles wide. Was kind of a was kind of a fuck you. Leave me alone. Right. You can be your most vaginal self, and I will <laughs> be over here sucking. I guess. <laughs> um, and so Wade was just like I would sing it, just sort of like putting on my makeup for the show. And hoisting up my cans into this outfit for Sally Bowles. And he's like, you need to finish that song. He's like, I go home and I sing that stupid chorus that you're singing. I and I it. never, but you don't have the song. Right. So it was the last day of Mississippi Studios mm. when we were going to do a show. And then it was called Raising Mississippi, I guess, R-A-Z. Mm-hmm. When Jim oh, and yeah. Jim was mm-hmm. like, uh, we were going to be the last concert in the old space. Mm-hmm. And... And then he gave me a sledgehammer. He's like, you're going to make the first cut in the in the building Ugh. after the show. And That's I was like, so wow, fun. okay, end of an era, beginning of an era. Mm. It was the day we debuted the song. <sighs> and James, I played it for James, my business partner mm-hmm. and music director. James Beaton. James Beaton. Who I adore by. Hi, James. Jammer! He's getting ready for the meeting right now because he's, he's, he's much more professional Is than he, I am. He's putting on his pants. He's putting on his, well, Put maybe. On jacket. <laughs> but he, uh. I played it for him, and I'm like, we're playing this tonight. And he goes, you're out of your mind. And I was like, dude, I know, but I guarantee the second time the chorus comes around, they will be singing it. Yep. And sure enough, it was, you remember the old Mississippi? It was oh, a tiny little storefront. Yeah, front, yeah. Little, kind of like church seating. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the second time the chorus came around, everybody knew it. And they're singing it and singing it and just the boys. And the boys were all into singing it. It's so much fun. It's super catchy. And so right. it's oddly... And FU became uh, became kind of an anthem. Yeah, and uh, it's it's it, it, I, I'm really I'm super happy about it. Um, it, well, now, it and that's... it speaks more to not just females. It just mm. speaks to we, we are all different, and we're all that's like the co- most common thing is we just we want to belong. We want to feel like we're okay. Like the girl who wants to be pretty. The girl mm. who. The boy who who wants to be manly, the boy that wants to be in, the man who wants to be a leader, you the know, the man who wants to be pretty, the, right? The man yeah. who wants to be pretty, and I love the man the who lyric. wants to be the pretty girl. Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be, right? And it's, it's just a declaration. Awesome. It's a declaration of individuality mm-hmm. and just saying fuck it, right? You know, everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe you're just not enough for me. Exactly. It's okay. Walk on by. Go ahead. It's all Go good. Ahead. So there are scant t- tickets left for this show. I just want to warn everybody right now. So if you you can walk to the theater or you can run to your computer and type as fast as you can <laughs> PCS.org because that's going to be the way you're going to get tickets. And you're not going to want to miss this show. It's out of this world. And I, I just want to thank you so much for coming, first of all. Oh, of course. And you pleasure. said you might want to yeah, sing a little song. I mean, I, mean I, I don't know what our – I'll do the title song, Call Me Crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was the first song when uh, I finally agreed. It took Chris Coleman, who was the conceiver of the show, mm -hmm. it took him and Rose Riordan, them, they had to feed me lunch, I think, 11 times before I said yes. Do you mean like feed you like this? Like took me to lunch. Just bring I was it. like, let's have pho. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm on the fence. Let's have, let's go get some noodles. And they're Ooh. just like, well, are we just feeding you or are you actually thinking about it? And I'm like, no, no, I'm totally thinking about it. Can you pass the sriracha? Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but literally, I, I agreed to do the show because James Beaton called me a chicken. Oh. And I was like, I'm not scared. And so that's when I wrote. This is the first song that I wrote for the show. And it opens the show. And uh, I played it for a friend. I was like, I think this might be good. And... Uh, and I played it for her and I looked up and her and her boyfriend were like, yeah, that's good. That's cool. Mm. I was like, okay, great. Mm. Good. Gotcha. Call me crazy. Cause I am. And alive. Oh, I. That's the way I turn a nosedive into flight Call me psycho Cause I am Oh, and I am alive Oh, and thank God I am alive I make music out of those voices in my mind and this crazy helps me to see this is funny Makes me feel rich with no money Honey pie Oh, then my brain it goes over and over it Oh, I know I can't get away from the shadow Call me later, ooh, just to see, see that I got home alive, oh, and I am alright, oh, I'm just kidding, you know me, I'll be just fine, just this crazy helps me to see this is funny, Makes me feel great with no money Honey pie Oh, and my brain it goes Over and over and Oh, I know I can't get away From the shadows Can I? Call me crazy Because I am But thank God I'm alive I, I would clap louder if there wasn't a mic right here. I'd be like, I know, woo, I, woo, I, I, woo. No, so I'm sorry, I hit my, my hat just went. <laughs> <laughs> which is great for oh. sound effects. It's so remarkable that you're redoing this show after 10 years. Because, <sighs> yeah, I mean, I've been following you and what you're writing, and I understand this from a performing point of view, is you've changed 
immensely in these yeah. 10 years. You're telling a story that's 10 years old. Well, it's my whole life. It's not only 10 years old, but right. it's, but to revisit it after the craziness, no pun intended, of mm. that time, um, if you remember, it was it was the economic crisis. Mm-hmm. The, everything crashed, and and we were keeping the lights on at PCS. Right. And so I felt like this this sweaty little unicorn in the mm. basement, keeping the lights on, <laughs> running, and just draining all of my life force. But at the same time, um, people were like, "This is this is healing me. This is I needed this." People were repeatedly seeing the show over and over again. And um, we had uh, lots of organizations and youth groups and system-affected children and women and health. There was one show that was all mental health care workers and volunteers oh. and providers and trauma, oh. trauma-affected um, therapists and things. And uh, that's that's one thing about this run that I'm I'm really disappointed. I understand it's a big fundraising mm-hmm. fundraising show mm-hmm. for Portland Center Sp- Portland Center Stage, especially when. Big arts organizations have lost a lot of their funding, mm-hmm. and so I'm super honored to to provide um, that kind of a boost, a, a boost mm-hmm. to their coffers. Mm-hmm. But um, we're part of the meeting today is to talk about f- a future run that is specifically for invited organizations, um, awesome. free to kids to. Mm-hmm. Um, people in the system, uh, women's uh, abuse shelters, um, rape crisis centers, drug addiction mm-hmm. uh, experts, people who even, you know, it doesn't, it's not a cure all, but to see empirical evidence, proof of concept that that we all have, we all have something that matters. Oh, yeah. That is of value. And... I think what I didn't get, what I'd like to get from the show and give this time, uh, selfishly, is what people were saying. They're like, oh, God, it just healed me. Mm. And and uh, thank you for writing it. God, it must have been so cathartic for you. Mm. And I'm like, it almost killed me, actually. Oh. It really did. I A lot of people don't know. Uh, the month that the show opened, within three weeks... My boyfriend broke up with me, mm-hmm. and I was homeless. I was living with James. I was living with my girlfriend, Stephanie, while she was pregnant. I was sleeping literally on a dog bed with her dog, mm. which was great. It was my choice. <laughs> I loved him. <laughs> and uh, and he and he would put his big, big Catahoula hound, put his paw around me, and I'm oh. like, Bleh. And uh, I slept at friends' houses. I had nowhere to stay. I stayed in a hotel a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird because I was like the most famous person in Portland and I was single and crying myself to sleep and dr- I was drinking so much. Um, living on, remember the, it's called Athleta now. It's a clothing store, but it used oh, to be yeah. 1001. Yeah, yeah. Every night mm-hmm. after the show, mm-hmm. I would be at the bar and they would have a giant dirty martini waiting for me mm-hmm. and truffle fries and napkins at the radio I'd be like dabbing my eyes and I turned 40 during that time holy crap and so it was huge it was a lot and so and you literally just went boom boom I know and I was like rip don't stop don't stop shit not stopping put it back every single night so but that's art I mean that's kind of my responsibility that's my service that's what I was built and made for so 
yeah, I, I helped a lot of people and I keep getting feedback on the book and on the play. Um, but this time, 10 mm -hmm. years later, mm -hmm. as a 50 year old, mm -hmm. I want, I want to heal. Mm. I want that mm. for me, which sounds so selfish, but... Oh, my gracious, no. It does, though, no, a little bit. No, 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 it, no. Mm. No, I'm going to... I think... No. Tell her no. <laughs> Tell her no. But you're a mama. Everybody, Susanna, heart, you, no. no. Heart, no. no, no Punch the thing. Do that. Because She's healing yourself is so important, Healing my myself friend. is exactly important. You but, must. But, but um, my... I can do that in my own time, and that's my responsibility as a human being, as a right. sentient being. But all these heal. people love you so much. Of course, and that's wonderful and that's marvelous, but mm. I want the catharsis. Right. I do want to find, there's a sentence that I, ha you know that feeling, you're a writer mm. and a performer, and you know that feeling, you're like, there's a sentence, as loquacious and verbose mm. as I am, mm. there's a sentence I haven't written. Mm. There's a rhyme I haven't made. Mm. There's that, that intangible algorithm, that alchemy of language and rhythm, something that I haven't gotten that mm. is the answer mm. for me. People are getting the answer from the show, from every aspect of the show, and oh, that's Oh, I hear what awesome. you mean. You okay, I mean? right, you're, 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 you're in a process still with the piece. Uh, redoing it, yeah. Well, and it's not redone, it's, it's, it's definitely... Right, you're just in process, I mean in terms of... Yeah performing it and you're like I'm back I'm I'm in it living it with audience for yourself mm -hmm. you know so it leads me to a good question which is how do you fill your cup how do I fill my cup uh exercise mm -hmm. nutrition feeding friends mm, you like to cook I love to cook Ooh, we yeah. could do another interview and we sure. could cook you know yeah last night I made a couple I made a vegan paella and a chicken chorizo paella oh. and pulled pork with uh, lime soaked uh, avocado Ooh, dressing yeah. and uh, yeah I cook a lot I oh. love it well, that's great and so, oh I saw you when I was doing research for this interview this uh -huh. was years years ago oh, yeah. you were making yam fries before right. you were going to go on at Dante's yeah for, it keeps me calm yeah I thought that was really and I like yams a lot me I literally too. always have yams in they're I so come good. Home, I just buy yam, I smother it with oil, and just mm -hmm. throw it in the oven and eat it like pudding with butter. And yeah, I love mm. it. So good for you too. Very good for you. It's really good for you, but it Yams. tastes it tastes not it tastes naughty, which I like. It does. It just tastes like well, I put a I put a huge like tablespoon of I eat it French style butter. Ah, butter. It's a great vehicle for butter. So yeah, I love it. So what are you watching, reading, listening to? What's like rocking your world in the art world? Visual mm. art, anything that is inspirational. Visual art, what am I watching? Um, Netflix, it's kind of, it's kind of a cop-out, but mm. Netflix has classic album mm -hmm. documentaries out. And I just watched uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, fun. And uh, I, I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, and it was like all of... Uh, sophomore year in high school it was dark side of the moon and wish you were here on repeat on this my roommate's stereo w was a tape cassette or stereo stereo so it would flip it over mm. and play the whole thing and then start the second oh. so we just we just would get baked and listen to it <laughs> and i was like oh and, and people would come in you're like you're still listening to this and months <laughs> later it was dark it was really dark um but it was really it was so enlightening to mm. see um the story behind, you know, you come up with all these stories yourself as an artist. You make all these interpretations of the artist making the art that you love. Mm -hmm. um, 
because back then in the 80s, there was no, you know, there's no Google, there was no Wikipedia, there was mm -hmm. no anything to find out. You could read Rolling Stone and kind of get little blurbs from the band. Right. But this was, this was them telling the story of Dark Side of the Moon and what their, what their impetus and their, their motivation. And Roger Waters, um, I was always like, uh, Gilmore, David Gilmore is one of my favorite, him and Brian May are probably my favorite guitar players. Uh, just because they're um, they're technically genius, but they play like a singer. Mm -hmm. They have a you can sing you can sing their guitar solos. Mm -hmm. I love Hendrix just because mm -hmm. his heart was just so wild, and he was such a beautiful kind of crazy spirit. Mm -hmm. um, not long for this world, but um, and I loved his his just muscular. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just so sexy. Kind of like. Oh, you knew the dude was just like could lay it down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but 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 uh, Gilmore and uh, Brian May from Queen were my favorite guitarists, and 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 Waters was seemed like the the the, the wizardy, brainy, cold, a little scary and intense. Um, like he's all the scary voices in the wall, you mm. know. Mm. Mm. Come to hold you in my arms, you know. He just sounds like all intense. And then, but he was talking about his inspiration for writing some of these lyrics, as as finding humanity back in humanity mm. and the the misery of the average british expectational life mm. the expectation of you know um he wrote he wrote the lyric um uh hanging on in quiet desperation is the oh. english way um i thought i had something more to say just oh. and 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 oh and then they talked talked about kind of my fa one of my favorite pieces of music in the world is the great gig in the sky mm. on dark side of the moon mm -hmm. And they have one tiny, weird, blurry picture of the girl that sung it. Huh. And I thought it was like this. I thought it was going to be this badass Pam Greer looking chick who mm. sang that. It was this tiny little white English buck tooth chick with bangs. And I'm like, what? Show a video of her singing. There's no video of her singing oh. it. That, and, and now I've forgotten her name. Some, go Google her name. And I can't, Someone Google it out like, there Grace, and then write it on a piece Grace, of paper and hold it up uh, to the window. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> and then she's like this tiny little, little bob haircut and there's just like a picture of her kind of behind something. And you're like, oh, wow. But it's my favorite. That's like one of the most inspired pieces of music. And mm. apparently she got up and they said, just think about death and... and um, and uh destruction and and darkness and chaos um and improvise hmm. and she went in and she went that's one take that we hear and then she came out oh. of the booth and what they said was um what they said was uh oh you're gonna write it down thank you claire is it claire claire o'toole tooley sounds like one word First word. Claire Tory. Claire Tory. Claire Tory. Claire Tory. If you know Claire Tory or someone can find on Facebook, pictures. reach out. Reach out to that person. Fa uh, Help yeah, us. Yeah. No, find more pictures of her, videos of her, and any albums of hers. Yeah. She just sounds unreal. Huh. But she came into the booth, and it's so it's it's so typical of, I do this too. It's like you go in and you do something, and you're like, 
Oh, I'm sorry. That was garbage. That was such, that was such garbage. I, I would you like me to do it again? I'm so sorry. Hmm. And they're, they're all just staring her oh. going, are you kidding me? Oh. It's kind of like that story in, um, uh, gimme shelter mm. where they called up, uh, they called up that the woman who, uh, sings the, and again, I'm 50, 50 feet from stardom. Um, oh yes. yeah. And she came, she had her hair, she had, she had her house coat on yes. and hair and She's like, what do these boys want? Okay. And she, <laughs> and she kicks she it out. Kills. She has a howitzer face. just like face <laughs> cannon and just like nails it. But, but yeah, it, it's, uh, that's what I've been really inspired by mm -hmm. backstories of great albums and great artists. Mm. And, um, and, uh, let's see what I've been revisiting Neil Gaiman. Oh yeah. Uh, just because the oh. news is so hideous. I yeah. just want to read about beauty and heroism in mm. children and in fantasy. And I'm reading a book called figuring, which is about so far it's huge and it's long. I think it's by Maria Popova. Mm -hmm. I might not be correct on that. Figuring. It's a great book. Uh, <laughs> but it's about female astronomers. Oh, wow. And poetry. And it just, I've been writing something that really feels like it's got a tether between astronomy and poetry and, and art and the mm -hmm. stars. And there's so much, it's so beautiful and fun. Yeah. It, it reminded me because you're talking about a lot of women who have gone unsung. Oh, yeah literally in the case of the women who have sung these right. solos and stuff. And now we're getting to a point where people are able to find out who these people are and say, yeah. hey, that was kick-ass. That was amazing. Let's, yeah. Who Let's are celebrate. you? Let's celebrate these people. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's 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 funny because I'm sure somewhere there's like, well, what about the guys that don't get any credit? I'm like, yeah, there are so many of you. I'm sorry. Do an I'm interview. So sorry. Put it up on Facebook. Do no, your thing, just, everybody. I, it's it's funny. I have, I've been having these interesting conversations with people about the word privilege. Uh -huh. And you say the word privilege and instantly you feel contraction. Yeah, people because, get upset. Well, they do. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to explore the word like, I give people an example. I'm like, I have genetic privilege. Mm -hmm. Definitely genetic privilege. Mm -hmm. I am tall. I'm aging really slowly, knock on wood. Mm -hmm. I, I'm built resonant. Mm -hmm. I have that natural kind of ability to hear and mimic and so thus train a, train my ear. And I, I just have this. I'm genetically made to do this. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very lucky. There mm -hmm. are people that wish they had even half of my genetic you know, disposition mm -hmm. and I, you know, I'm big and strong and I've been able to fight my way out of some terrible situations mm -hmm. and that's my genetic privilege. Um, and I'm a white American definitely because it affords a lot of privilege. And mm -hmm. I said, that doesn't mean I'm a racist. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean my privilege doesn't, doesn't make me part of the problem. Awareness of privilege it's 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 hard to find to find a way to describe. I describe it to people like it's currency that you were just given. Mm -hmm. It's a currency you have mm -hmm. that others don't. Right. Telling someone they were born on third base, it's like, you know, it's hard to get them. It's hard to get somebody to empathetically understand someone else's situation if they themselves have zero concept. Right. And that in that is the privilege. It's mm -hmm. like you don't understand what it's like to be trans. Mm -hmm. And so you're sitting in your life, which has no threat of being murdered mm -hmm. for who you feel you are. Yes. Has no threat of being dehumanized, 
daily. Right. Or getting for, pulled over and being in danger. Or being in danger from a police officer. Mm-hmm. You're going to call the cops if someone's breaking into your house. Right. If you if you are dark skinned or you know a black woman, you are you're like how bad is it? Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's I've been trying to find that line between compassion because I, everybody, I believe in the greater greatest good in people. Mm-hmm. I, you see it all the time when there's a crisis, mm-hmm. from the depression to 9 11, mm-hmm. the 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 camaraderie and the we are all in this together. Mm-hmm. And sadly, it takes those things. Um, like in France, I was in France when there was a lot of uh, terror to the point where everywhere I went, there was a seemed to be a terrorist attack where people were like storm. What are you doing? <laughs> like uh, I'm just here, man. Right. Um, but they. They're not going to scare us. They're not going to stop us. Mm-hmm. They're not going to stop us. Well, and that's where your show comes in, I think, because as you said, back 10 years ago, there was one set of issues, which we thought, well, this can't get worse. It's Same worse. with they're talking about British, you know, the hanging on. This yeah. is this is how can I make words when this is so bad? Well, guess what? It's It got worse. Yeah. And, and we're in another... I mean, we've just continued to be in a pickle, not loving each other, not caring about each other, not putting the planet first. Mm-hmm. And so here comes your show again right. to give people an opportunity to sing together, to resonate their right. bones together. And that that's the thing I've been saying at every show, not just crazy enough, but mm-hmm. at all my shows, I'm like, let's just remember that we're in a dark room together. Mm-hmm. You might have all voted differently. You might all feel differently, think differently. You definitely look different. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're sitting in the dark, trusting this hooker mm. to to make you laugh, to make you cry, to make you sing, to mm. make you feel stuff, or or make you mad, mm-hmm. make you angry. Right. Um, but we're all made of. You were talking about these astronomers. Mm-hmm. Um, we are such stuff as dreams are, are made on. We are star puke and moon boogers and clouds and ant legs and everything yeah. and nothing and everything and God mm. spit and goddess buffing and whatever um we don't know how it all happened we but there is but there is untold magic in our love mm. and in our spirit and we've seen it again and again mm. and um i feel that things are definitely empirically worse mm-hmm. but it's and this could be my dopey optimism mm. but it really seems to me like We've been sick for a long time, mm-hmm. for a long time, and we're just like I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I just don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, a big orange tumor. Mm-hmm. It's like an absorbed, poisonous, toxic twin mm-hmm. that's suddenly bursting out of your neck, and you're, they're like, "Oh my God! It's a disgusting, evil, absorbed orange twin that's trying to kill you, but it's mm-hmm. coming to the surface." Right. And so now we see it, and now we're either gonna die from it. Or we're going to figure out how to excise it. Mm -hmm. Because you can't deny the shadow, Mm. but you also can't deny that you're the only person with the shadow. Right. Or that you have no shadow. Right. You know, we've got to really remember our sameness and our brotherhood and sisterhood. Yeah. Reusable cups. Try to take plastic out. I mean, anything. Pickathon. I was talking to uh, uh, the gentleman who runs one of the founders of Pickathon, and they're taking all plastic out of their event. And there's a lot of things we can do that yeah. um, they seem small to take your cup back to the coffee shop and all that stuff. Right. But I, it feels good. It feels right. Right. We need to do it. All these things, including not only those types of things. Yeah. But 
relationally, right. loving kindness, and manners. That's what's so funny. I know. Like, just, manners yeah. have like gone out. The I'm a window. manners Nazi. And Me driving too. around Portland, people aren't using their directional what? little things. I'm like, ah, it's just <laughs> nuts. So, sorry to the sound people. No, it's oh, all right. Oh my god, Portland, you need to stop. I mean, I'm super happy that weed is legal, but you need to not drive. When you're high or when you just guzzled a bunch of Robitussin because that's what it seems like when right. Portland drivers, man. Yeah. Oh, and God like bless. open doors for people. Notice Hold people. Hold the door. Yeah, notice. See, look Get up at when you see the When you see the lit, tired lady with the baby, get up, yeah. give her your seat. Oh, just, you know. Offer help. Yeah, it's so, so good. It's, and we're so, but, but, but everything, everything in technology mm. and in advertising has been forcing us to get mm. insular yeah. to, to our smallest, most constricted limited yeah limited and and also powerless like right. what can i do well what do i want to do I, i'm just trying to figure out this snapchat filter to make me look the most like ariana grande or whatever that we... is going to be some filter for me <laughs> <laughs> oh, jesus no but it's it's true everything is sort of been engineered to not nefariously it's just right. it's just business but we they've think been engineered not. to our convenience right. and our ease and to make us feel like we really are a little more important than Anything. someone who isn't <laughs> us. Right. And that keeps us isolated. Yeah. And we're more lonely and we're more isolated and we're more attached to... And, and, and the internet... Got, I love the internet. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've been without a record deal, record label for 25 years of being a musician. Wow. And um, I can only do that with the internet. I right. can't... I couldn't possibly be where I am without it. Mm. But um, it's... Uh, it's funny. It's just um, it's it it's so connective yet so disassociative. I know it's weird. It's it's a really interesting uh, paradox. No, there's a better word for it, but I can't think of it. But um, it just an it's opposites. Yeah, you know, like what? This doesn't make it's sense. It's our fame culture too, yeah. because we want to feel like we're famous and right. super important, and right. and there are things that allow that. But it's vapid. It's empty. It's right. transient, and it isn't real. Hmm. Um, so you're going to be doing this show. Yes. You, how will you enable yourself to be this literal <laughs> supernova on stage, which you are, and you, it's a lot of energy a lot and of you're, coffee. I mean, I, I, everyone who loves you is seeing you on Facebook and all the stuff you're doing. How do you regroup, re-energize? I mean, you said cooking and being you know, outside, being outside, being outside. Mm-hmm. I, I bought, I broke down, bought a, a stand-up paddleboard. Mm, nice. And so being near water, mm. being, I mean, we're so we have an embarrassment of riches of outdoor oh, activities here. I know. I'm going to be really busy, but I'll be sleeping in my own bed, right, every night. So you're still based in Portland. Oh yeah, yeah. It's funny. People are like, you know, they're like, oh, well, you're coming. Where, when do you get here from New York? I'm like, am I gonna? When am I gonna be in New York? <laughs> am I am I, am I supposed to play? Um, but it, uh, no, I'm, I've been here. I've been here the whole time. I just, mm. I'm not home a lot. Right. I'm just not home a lot, but right. I'll be in my own bed with my boyfriend drying my tears. Oh. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff that I've put down for a long time. Right. And being 10 years older and, uh, uh, you know, and, in, and, and, you know, as well as I do, especially mm-hmm. in the arts, we mm-hmm. are different people every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like we just... When you're young, you're when you're little, you're gonna. I mean, from when you were pooping your pants to now, you've been like fifty people. 
Right. And you probably don't remember, but there's all kinds of pictures to 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 document your your growth and your expansion. And it slows down a little bit, but we change constantly. Right. I can't remember if there's a biological thing like you're having yeah, a whole every, new body every seven, seven years, years, right? All the cells. Yeah, completely human, completely new human every seven years. Yeah. And you've um, been a new person like maybe one and a half times. <laughs> well, more than that, I think when you're a little baby, when you're when you're a baby, because you're all spongy and soft, and you heal all fast, you get all that naturally occurring collagen. I should hate you, but you're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh. but, uh, but yeah, we, I've been so many different people in mm. the last 10 years. Um, Will but you... I'm a little more protective of, I'm definitely, definitely more protective of my energy and mm. my, and my boundaries now. And so now you're going to have someone walking beside you, your boyfriend yeah. in this process. And I know for me as an artist, <laughs> when I'm doing things that really scare me, yeah. to have family is huge. Definitely. And to have that loving kindness, I guess that kind of spills on to social media. Yes. And to remind people on Facebook when we have a chance, like yeah. it's a real person. Ouch. 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 Yeah. That, no. um, you know, that, that it, it's, this social media gives us a chance to like be interactive and yet yeah. there's some there's some cruelty. Yeah, it's funny. Um I I I haven't read the book yet. This woman um uh, I think she's I think she writes regularly for the New York Times. Mm-hmm. But uh she wrote a book about basically how it's the one liner, the mm-hmm. zinger. We're mm-hmm. all looking for that zinger and the retweet and mm-hmm. the and the likes and right. uh and and whatever and 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 I have a nasty I have a nasty mouth, and I I can come up with really harsh, rip your guts out, just f you kind of a thing. Oh, good! I'll and call I'm, you if I need one. I know, but I'm I you know I went so far as to come up with uh, the idea for an app. Mm. Like what? How would Storm insult like Storm insult? And I would just you know WWSD. But what would Storm do? Yeah, but I'm also like when I see so much, there's so much hatred and mm. so much division and so much I'm right and if you think differently than me not only are you wrong but you're crazy and I'm going to try to destroy you and break you Mm -hmm. and anyone who thinks like you because people like supposed people of faith Mm. I'm like if your faith is so strong why would you need to change me why would you need to control my body Mm -hmm. if your faith is so strong that your god you know your god inside and out and Mm -hmm. he knows your heart Mm -hmm. because it was so interesting i had to do an interview um right that right after the alabama decision Mm. and i showed up to the interview no makeup on (laughs) crying and I had rehearsal that day at the Oregon Symphony and I sat on the floor I'm like really sorry I'm usually really funny (laughs) but I am like I feel like I'm trying to help and I just don't think I'm helping Mm. and the very next day the governor the woman Mm. who signed the bill was giving a press conference about how happy she was Mm about the death of a death row inmate that they had just killed. Mm. He was a murderer. Mm. He took a life. And she's like, we value life. And literally said something along the lines of, we value all life in Alabama. And thank God he's gone. I'm totally paraphrasing, but I was like... And I'm just 
I say this thing all the time. It really offends Christians. It's not intended. It's not intended to offend Christians, but all the time I go, poor Jesus. Mm -hmm. Poor, poor Jesus. First of all, all of his rock bands suck. <laughs> and and his the people who are the loudest about following him, you know, I used to perform um, in Godspell. Mm -hmm. and I did Godspell a couple of times as oh, a kid. And oh. I'm a huge fan of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, which oh. I think both follow the book of Matthew. Mm -hmm. And in those, Jesus is a very passionate, mm -hmm. uh, very, very, um, you know, powerful and, and, and passionate personality. And he does get angry. He mm -hmm. does have anger and he does have doubts because he's a human. Mm -hmm. He's a son of God and a human being. And, um, but when I see these hideous things online, I'm like, WWJT. Mm -hmm. like, what would Jesus tweet? Mm -hmm. Like when people are like, you're a baby killer and I can't wait till someone rapes and kills you. Oh. And I was like, that's just what Jesus would tweet, I think. Mm. Isn't that just, wasn't that in the Bible? Oh. I know it's ugly, but, and it's so hard to, facts and, and truth and evidence and science and History, things that existed, you know, my dad used to teach, he teaches history, used to teach history, but he also used to teach religion sort of as historical, mm. um, um, not the Bible as exact, like, like, as a historical like it's like a historical document, mm. but Jesus's life mm -hmm. and, and death and, um, what was happening, you know, at the time of Jesus's life. life. Yeah. It's interesting. It was really, really interesting. And he had, a. um. Um, he he had like an essay question one time. It's like, do you think Jesus was a loser? Mm. And I'm like, what? He goes, it's he's like, well, do you think he could he could have lived? Mm. He could have escaped. Mm. Do you think his decision to die was good, or do you think he gave up? Mm. And I was like, that's a that's a pretty provocative question for 14 year old kids. Yeah. And it made a lot of people angry, but I thought it was really interesting. It just he said it at, to be mm. to be provocative. Mm -hmm. Um but in terms of Jesus's life and teachings of love mm. and turn the other cheek and nonviolence yeah. and brotherhood mm. and non-judgment. Open your door mm. to the stranger, mm -hmm. love thy neighbor. Mm. It's all kind of the same astronomy and star stuff and we are the same. We are one. We are one. That was Wade's show, I remember, way back when. One, one which yeah, I love. Siddhartha. And, yeah. And and all and, and pretty much all tenets of religion are are saying the same things. Mm -hmm. God is love mm -hmm. and God makes no mistakes. Right. And love is love. Right. <sighs> People are afraid and, and they're becoming more afraid. Well, on that note, did you want to sing anything else? <laughs> yeah. Just because, you know, it'll lift our spirits. Okay. And um Thanks so much. Yeah, for, I'm sorry. For I came in and started shooting the bummer gun, but it's been no. tough. It's been it's been kind of tough. These are conversations the that have to happen, and hopefully, what will spur is conversation, not argument.
Yeah, man, everyone tells me I'm too much. Well, maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Oh, can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Did I mention that my vagina is eight miles wide? Absolutely everyone could come inside. If you're ever frightened, just run and hide. My vagina, it's eight miles. Tell me what is womanly to you? She should be strong, right? But not too much of a brute, because it's really cool if she's powerful, but it's way better if she's just cute, right? Uh. Well, for all of us girls who don't fit in, I say go Amazonian. You could be kick-ass bruiser and be feminine. Absolutely everyone can come inside If you're ever frightened Just run and hide my vagina It's eight miles wide Wide <clears throat> Now, I am not loose And I'm not a whore, technically This is just a metaphor For my super vigantastically Mystical feminine Goddess Cora. Oh, I hate it when women make that noise that we don't need daddies, men, no boys. Cause even my hardcore girls they love cock shaped sex toys. Ah, uh, <laughs> my vagina. It's universal. It's kind of like a penis, but reversible. Come on in, man. The water's fine. It's not my vagina. It's our vagina. Come on. My vagina is eight miles wide. Absolutely everyone can come inside. If you're ever frightened, just run and hide my vagina. I only want to hear the men singing. Boys, do it. My vagina is eight miles wide. Yes. Oh, Sasha. Yes. Everyone can come inside. to sing the vagina part it makes you more manly <laughs> everybody oh my vagina is eight miles wide absolutely everyone can come inside if you have a front just run and hide
Thank you. Oh, so grateful. You're so generous with your time. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Wow. Everyone's just loving it. Thank you. I just got to say hi to my daughters because... Hi! Why are they here? I, I, well, it's a long story, but, you know, my vagina's eight miles wide, you guys. I'm so glad you came out of it. Oh, you guys are lucky <laughs> to have that. You're, that's your mom. How fun. Oh, that was awkward for I'm them. I'm glad but... <laughs> you let me. You're so generous you let me borrow your mom. She's oh. kind of everybody's mama, as you probably know. Oh. So um, I thank you and bless you oh. for, for being here. I, oh. I, I, it was like such a, such a sweet surprise to see you again. Oh. That's because we've been talking about the yeah. other thing. We still got to talk about that. I'm talking. The other thing. Shh. We're going to do a porn. Sorry, cats I'm, out of the bag. I'm totally ready for that now. I was gonna wait till I was 60, but I think I think you know I'm pretty limber. I know I'm gonna have to start working out and stretching. <laughs> but um, there's a wonderful gift that Shaylee brought you. Shut up. And Gia and I, you know, and that was awesome because like how awesome is to have a gift for our very first podcast concert, freaking diva, badass, vagina wide thing. <laughs> Bang bang, and this is yeah! a T-shirt. I'll hold I'm so it up. Sorry. I'm so sorry. There's a lot of happy people here. That oh my god! Adventures of a Butch Dog Walker. <laughs> there we go, everybody. It's pretty cool. I love that. This is for you from them. Adventures of a Butch Dog Walker. Yes, Shaylee, that's dope. Yeah, it's pretty dope, right? Isn't that neat? It's funny because you know what? That's totally. That's kind of my sexuality because. Both of these are great. <laughs> they all are great. I call myself actually technically an um, opportunistic omnivore, which means I'm lazy, and if it tastes good, I'll eat it. <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm mostly monogamous. Oh. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very very monogamous uh, with with my man and uh, this person now. Yeah, he's yeah. he's oh. such a huge lovey lovey heart. Oh, um, I just wish you every success. Thank you. And when you get scared, I just hope <laughs> you've got someone to hold you and love you. And you have given me <laughs> so much and so many people in our town. Don't I'm make me sitting. cry. I know you're trying. Don't. No, I'm not. I'm just feeling you so hard right now because <laughs> you give so much. And it will heal our city uh, in so many ways. At Portland Center Stage, thank yeah. you for having, making the show. Chris Coleman, I'm, I'm going to say. Yeah, so big love to Chris and Rodney who are in Denver starting yes. a whole new. I think they're in Seattle right now, but they uh. live in Denver and... And they're just, they're crushing it in, in Denver. And so I miss them. Yeah, I bet. But um, it's such and, a, yeah. it's such an amazing show. Obviously, you don't want to miss this woman. And I get my whole band this time. I yeah. get everybody. So it's, and and, the, and my band really, those oh. are the guys. Like, oh. James is my brother. Oh. And, and they're all like my band of brothers. And yeah. They, they look after me. Oh so. my gosh. The Christmas ordeal. I mean, it's... Oh, and Mark Tynan is our stage oh, manager, of course, so that's like Big Oh, Daddy. Mark Tynan. Mark Tynan is like the stage... We love you, Mark. I love you so much, oh. honey. I'm so excited. Yeah, so, you know, I guess it's time to say goodbye. I don't really want to, but that's I okay. guess I have, I have to go to, to work. Just gotta go have a meeting, put on... Woo! I don't know, James will have an outfit on. I don't know. I don't know. All right. He'll be dressed for his bike, I think. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much. Peace out. I want to reach 50% more listeners in the next three months, and I need your help. Will you share and subscribe? If I reach my goal, let's invent a cocktail to celebrate. How about an adventure Rita in Artslandia? Or do you have a better idea?